Hey everybody, I'm Danny Knight. And I'm Sean Cuthan. And welcome to The Real Deadly Podcast. Brought to you by Comedy Here Out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Episode this is episode forty five. No, it's forty six. No, it's forty five. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cause I'm like, cause like we were I was looking at all the episodes on the on the on the thing. Yeah. And the last time we recorded was episode forty three. Mm-hmm. On that thing, right? Yeah. Or yeah, but that, and then on the uploads of like where the uh, the uh, cast, yeah. the last one is episode forty three. But isn't there like if you go through them, there's like a, a couple doubles. Uh, there's just one, like the one episode, the, the previous episode forty five, which would came out it was supposed to be episode thirty five. So I just fixed that. Mm-hmm. I fixed that like last week or whatever, and then yeah, so yeah, there's no doubles. Oh, <laughs> I made sure to look when, when I was doing the thing. So yeah, episode so, 45. 45. 45. It's <laughs> 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 cleared up. <laughs> hey, man. We're just working here. <laughs> We're working things out. But a year into the podcast, we've been doing things. Things have been going yeah. well. Chillin', how was your week to, this week, Sean? Um, it was pretty eventful, actually. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Cool. <laughs> well, uh... I actually ended up uh, getting a new vehicle. Ooh. Yeah, um, it was pretty funny because I, like I, I had like d- some days off, so I was just like real into like this car shopping thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like I, like like signed up like on a website, and all of a sudden they just like called me like right away, and like um, I went to this one dealership, and I ended up like it was probably because I I like made my appointment through the website that like i got like the rookie oh okay yeah we got a newbie yeah he was like he was like super young and then like i take out i take like this suv for a test drive and i didn't like it because it was like leaning on like on the highway you you would let go of the steering wheel and it would like just pull yeah okay yeah and then pull um, left or right left okay yeah and um and then, like, <laughs> when we were, since, since I took him all the way on, onto the highway, I had, there, he was, like, talking a bit. Yeah. And then he ended up, like, saying that it was his first month. <laughs> ah! Yeah! You're like, good, now I get to rinse the rinser. Yeah. But then I was just, like, I was kind of, like, more like, ugh, I don't want to be his first sale. Yeah, hey, ew, <laughs> gross, get off of me. Yeah. I want someone with experience. Yeah. Knows how to lay me down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny. But then, like, and it was weird, too, because I was, like, I was going to, like, try and get, like, a, a brand new trailblazer. Ooh. But then they only approved me for, like, the, the front-wheel drive one. Uh-huh. And it's like, why do I want an SUV that's only front-wheel drive? Yeah, yeah. Like there's no point in that. And, like, the all-wheel one was, like, only a grand more uh-huh. in price difference. And for some reason, I couldn't get approved for that. But then they wanted to get me to test drive a used Chevy Equinox that was seven grand more, and they would approve me for that one. And I was like, what? No. How? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to drive this. And then, like, it was, like, super awkward because then I was just like, you know what? No, I don't got time right now. I just came to test drive that. I got to work today. Um, and I'll, I could probably come back if when uh, 
that trailblazer comes in to mm. just to see how it feels. And then like, she, and then the lady is like, oh, you work today? What time? Oh! <laughs> and I was, just, I was just like super offended. Yeah, yeah. You calling me on my bullshit? How dare you? I could have a job. I could have. To, I could go to work in an hour. Bitch. But yeah, like I did work in the evening, but I just made, I lied and said like I worked. Yeah, at, like, you were two. like, I, you guys are dicking me around. I don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's funny. That's so funny. That's so weird that they wouldn't approve you for like the one that was all wheel drive. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, take this used one that's seven thousand dollars more. It's gonna break down on you right away. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're approving on you. You're gonna sell you, try to sell you a shit car. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then and then so what? So then and then but that's not that's what that's not what's outside though, right? No. So then I ended up um uh trying to um, like I, I looked at where I went to another place that deals with Chevys mm-hmm. to see if they had any new trailblazers, but then they were like all in transit and mostly spoken for. So then, um, the guy like already like put me through finance and I showed me what I could be approved for. And then I ended up going there and, uh, test driving this Nissan Murano that was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just like, yeah. Uh, and I, I took it because if I didn't, it wasn't going to last, like, two more days. Because, like, even when I, like, uh, even when I uh, had made the deal, uh, he the, the sales guy introduced me to this other sales guy and was like, he just bought this. And he was like, oh, congrats. But I got a customer who's going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, just competition for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were signing the contract, did you do anything special? What do you mean? Like, well, like you were like, oh, like no, they didn't have like any prizes at this place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, no prize mountain, <laughs> <laughs> no prize mountain. <laughs> Put me in the hurricane machine. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't have a hurricane machine. It's boy buying this Moreno. Oh, yeah. Where's the wacky, wavy, inflatable tube? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to dance with them. Come on. I need the selfie. <laughs> now, did you, when you were signing the contract, were you like, hold on. And you went and grabbed like a drum and like, uh, like a pipe. <laughs> and you're like, we must sign the spiritual contract. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled out some sweetgrass from my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the pocket sweetgrass? Yeah. <laughs> call, call 716-555-5654 to get your own pocket sweetgrass <laughs> to sanctify all car deals. <laughs> Brought to you by Real Deadly. <laughs> but it was funny, like, I like actually did take sweetgrass with me to like so when I the first thing I did when I jumped in the vehicle as it was mine was I put sweetgrass on the dash. Hell yeah, dude! Sanctified. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Mor- so it's a Moreno. Is that what that? That's what it's called. Morena, Moreno. Morano. Morano. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a UFC fighter that just lost Dustin Moreno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, the whip looks fucking super nice. Yeah, you slept my by my place when you were testing it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, fucking man. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get to see you inside of it, <laughs> but I looking outside and being like, man, whoever's driving that's baller, bro. <laughs> And all this, this black, sexy US, USV. <laughs> this black, sexy SUV. And all comes Sean, all sexy, dressed in black. 
<laughs> got to go to my weed job. It's <laughs> 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 uh, awesome, though, man. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, you, you kind of needed an upgrade from the old one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah. That old car was nice, but it was like that was like that was from your from your youth, you know. Yeah, and like it's kind of like um, it's also kind of like a letting go type of thing with the Monte Carlos, like like that was the they they stopped making them in two thousand seven, and that was the year of the model I had. Um. But like also like I ended up like getting a Monte Carlo in the first place. Because my brother had one. Uh, he had like an, like an 80, 88. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was like a real deadly one. And I remember like driving around with him and like he, all of a sudden he played like this, the Notorious Thugs uh, B.I.G. song. Oh, yeah. And like I did at that time, like I didn't even hear that. I wasn't familiar with that song. And I just was like, whoa, you know this song? <laughs> like, I just thought he was like real deadly. Just like Monte Carlo. <laughs> we listened to gangster rap. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's fucking baller as fuck, yeah. dude. Because like uh, one time like he picked me up from university in the Monte Carlo. Oh, and it was just yeah. like dope. And then um and then like it was like the first time I was getting a vehicle after he he had passed. Um, there was just like there just happened to be like a '96 Monte Carlo in the lot. Whoa! <laughs> and, then, and then I was just like, I gotta get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then like that lasted me a few years. Well, yeah, that one lasted me probably like three or four years, and mm. then I ended up getting in, a, in an accident. And then I got another one from a used dealership that mm-hmm. was like, uh, it was like the the special edition type that had like the leather seats and Ooh. sunroof. But then all of a sudden, like six months into having it, I got it totaled on Circle Drive. No, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Because of these damn kids like driving a truck. Oh, right. You told this story. Yeah, yeah. 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 They just like, it was like, I could swear that they were racing because there were two kids that knew each other in pickup trucks. And I saw in my rearview mirror both of them get into opposite lanes but behind me and come up beside me. And it was like, uh, like it was a, like the roads, it was like a snowstorm. Oh. And uh, the kid beside me, like he lost control. And uh, he told SGI that I clipped him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, that, and that I caused the accident when I was, like, just driving beside him. And I see him losing control. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, could, I just could see the accident about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like, lost control and whipped right in front of me. And there's nothing I could do but T-bone him. And then oh, my God. both went flying into the rail on, on the Circle bra- Bridge south. Holy. Yeah. So that was pretty intense. <laughs> that he like blamed me and SGI like sided with him. Yeah, because he was white, <laughs> yeah, young, and yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like almost. I was like in my late twenties at that time, and they like just believed this like eighteen-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and they made me like draw like these diagrams out, and I was like so mad because like they were little like. I was like, they just looked bad, you know? And I was like, this isn't going to help my case, you know? Like, <laughs> let me come in and explain to you face-to-face what happened. And you can write it down or whatever. And he's like, this is just easier for you. I'm like, 
no, it's not. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I was like on the road doing like a inventory job oh, <laughs> at the shit, time. Yeah. So I was just like, fine, I'll do it. And like I was like drawing like scenarios of what happened on like hotel pad. Oh shit! <laughs> and then like taking pictures of it with my phone Ugh. and sending it to them. And uh, I was so like, Ugh. I that just sucks. felt so disrespected. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, too, like, when she was, like, a long time ago, she got into a couple accidents. Like, some people hit her. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. And, like, she got screwed over, too. Like, of course, they were white and she was brown. Mm-hmm. And they sided with people who were white. And, you know. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna if that happens much anymore, but definitely like five years ago, like that was like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. If you were brown, you're going into some sort of organization, you were already losing. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Yeah. But then, like after that, I got lucky and found this other <laughs> Monte Carlo, and like the whole the whole time I had it, I was like, I gotta get rid of those blue flames because <laughs> I have like this blue Monte Carlo, and it looks dope. But then there's these there's these flames, and I just stuck it out like the whole freaking like, <laughs> six years that I had yeah, it. And you've grown to like them. Yeah. They even grew on you. The flames. I did, I, yeah, I was just like, I don't care. Like there'd be times like I'd I'd be driving like down Eighth Street and I'd come up to like some like teenagers or whatever driving yeah. and I'd see them look beside me, look down and laugh. <laughs> 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 Just laugh at my flames. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this fucking Chicano dude with his flames. <laughs> I think he's native. Shut up, Steven. You're being racist. <laughs> Just because he's brown doesn't mean he's native in Canada. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I kind of had like a little like remembrance moment when I was driving the Monte Carlo to the salvage lot. Oh, like I just yeah. Thought, I thought of my brother and, and, and like, like man, I've gone through three Monte Carlos now. And, like, yeah. and now I'm like, now it's a new chapter. New chapter, <laughs> yeah. The Monte Carlo. It's cr- strange that each one of you, 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 you wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like two of them were your fault, really, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you were just sitting there both times, just minding your own damn business. And yeah. then idiot drivers mm-hmm. dumb fucked you over. <laughs> but it's weird, though. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, the curse of the Monte Carlo has been lifted. <laughs> <It's weird. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always wanted a Monte Carlo, too, you know, like one of those old school ones like your brother had. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. If I could ever get my hands on one of those, I'd take it like to California, LA, somewhere down there mm-hmm. and get one of those like sick murals done on it. Oh, you know, yeah. You know? That's what I always dreamed about having. Like, yeah. I remember watching that. Was that show Pimp My Ride? Like, yeah. Doing all that shit on there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I could care about the interior lights, whatever. I just wanted one of those sick murals. Would you make it bounce? Of course. Yeah. Of course. If I had to cash in the fucking the Carlo, if yeah. I had to cash in the Carlo shot, <laughs> hell yeah, I would, man. I'd just be bouncing on these winter roads. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be uh, trippy to see like a bouncing car in Saskatoon. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's probably in illegal winter. in Saskatoon, first of all. Like, you can't have anything cool up here. Yeah. Like a functioning government. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, hey? I, I saw like, I saw that that Scott Mo post on Reddit, and they like censored what he said, and they put like a meme underneath, and I was like, what What did he actually say? Yeah, and then when I saw what he said, 
It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How fucking stupid is this guy running our province right now? <laughs> that made me real sad, dude. When I read that, man, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what mm-hmm. the what do you mean? Yeah. You have no. What do you? But fuck. Like I just, I just literally went through that whole process with my family, mm-hmm. and like the people who were sick, who were vaccinated, didn't give it to anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, like obviously, it totally fucking reduces transmission, and that's what they've always been saying. It just like the thing is, is that Scott Moe is just fucking stupid. You know. <laughs> There's a group of people out there who who are just fucking like are really hard workers, but and show up every day and do all their work, but are just fucking dumb because they've been trained by society to be that way, right? You know what I mean? Scott Moe is one of those guys, right? Uh-huh. He can't discern facts. Like when you when he sees a bunch of data, he can't extrapolate any sort of truth out of it. You know what I mean? He just fucking well, they're vaccinated and they're still getting sick, so. Huh. I mean, huh? you know, it's like, no, dude, you're stupid. You're fucking stupid, dude. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, the vaccinations, in in all, in all, in all they're supposed to fucking make it so we weren't going to get sick. But nothing's perfect, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there are breakthrough infections, right? But not everybody suffers a breakthrough infection, like, and 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 if you do, you know what I mean? Like, like my mom did, and like like and like my brother Lance did, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you you get those things when you're sick. You're like sick for not even a day, and you're like half sick. Like my mom and my brother Lance, like barely had any symptoms, right? Yeah. And 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 then they didn't get anyone else sick, and they're vaccinated. So like that's fucking proof, you know that I mean that, that it does reduce transmission, right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my one other friend who isn't vaccinated got sick. He's been sick for a month. Got his whole household sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. His whole everybody in his house got it, right? Mm-hmm. And and he and he's finally getting over it. Like, finally getting over the sickness, right? Fucking bullshit, man. Like, Scott Moe's, like, a fucking idiot, man. Mm -hmm. I, like, just, like, avoided it. Like, everyone around me seemed to have got it. And But I didn't. Me neither. Yeah, and I, like, well, like, I was actually, like, testing last week because, like, I had to go on this trip uh, to Edmonton to shoot. And then I hadn't been in uh, in person with... uh, Musqua, but then he ended up getting sick. Yeah, and then so I had to like pretty much take over the production. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but then, but then like um, they were all like super um, taking precautions, and so like I had I was like sending them my negative tests before I left on the trip, and and then um, and then when we got back, like people f- from the trip ended up getting it too. <gasps> yeah. And like I like, I never had it. Yeah, you got your booster too, hey. Yeah. Scott Moe's a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> literally, literally, you came into close contact with two people who had it, and then and then and then went on a trip with the people who end up getting it, and you got your booster and you're fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. and you're not sick. Yeah. God damn, fucking Scott Moe's an idiot, dude. Like so stupid. <clears throat> Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, and, and just on, on like, since we're already in this direction, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just saying this shit to support the convoy. Like, yeah. that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking, this convoy is back. Part two, man. <laughs> like, it's bullshit, man. Remember that first convoy with the yellow vest? We're going yeah. to Ottawa. <laughs> we're going to Ottawa. And why? Do you remember why they went to Ottawa the first time? 
No. <laughs> right? Like, I can't remember why. Like, I remember, like, why they wore yellow vests and, like, mm-hmm. what they were wanting to do. But I can't remember why they went to Ottawa. What they accomplished. So what did they accomplish? Do you remember if they accomplished anything? No. Nothing. 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 nothing, nothing. They just made, like... They made their industry kind of look bad. <laughs> they made their industry look terrible, dude. And now a convoy part two, uh, which is like, so yeah, so like, there's so much misinformation about this fucking convoy, dude. Yeah. Joe Rogan was talking about it, saying there was fifty thousand trucks on it, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, Jamie, there's fifty thousand trucks in this convoy. They're taking over out. No, Joe Rogan, you're an idiot, dude. I saw like they were like posting. Like some, it was like this nighttime footage of of a convoy, but apparently it was like from Germany. Dude, yeah. Well, your dad, your dad came (laughs) up with an article that just shat all over everything. (laughs) It was a beautiful time. If you've got time, reach Doug Cuthan's article on the convoy, man. Like Mm -hmm. it's so well written. Like, ugh, it's so amazing. Like, like yeah, like the one thing that was in the article was that he, um. They're like one of the organizations sponsoring it, Canadian Unity. They have an MU, MOU on their website calling upon the Senate and Governor General to seize control and overthrow the existing Liberal government. What <laughs> the fuck? Dude? That's actually on the website. And my dad just points that out. And then some guy on Reddit says, Cut Hand is the biggest racist. It's just Trump. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> It's just like I know people like that who think I'm racist. Call me racist, right? <laughs> no, Danny, you're racist. And it's yeah. like, are you that so far up your own ass? <laughs> like, like, well, uh, but it's just because they they can't understand. It's they don't know what racism is. Those people, right? You know, they have a hard time understanding it, right? Mm-hmm. And they're dealing with this world that's changing. That that to them the rules seem like they're changing all the time. Like you know, but it's. It's <laughs> it's growth. It's baby steps, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the rules do change, but it's like, it's not like it's not like your life has gotten any worse. You know what I mean? I'm sorry you can't be this racist fucking asshole all the time, right? You know what I mean? And because they, you don't understand what being racist is, and when you see somebody talk about race, like Trevor Dean, to me, like, why do you get to say racist jokes? Like, that's that guy. He has mm-hmm. no comprehension of what racism is because he's so steeped in it, right? Like, yeah. So whenever he sees like. Someone calling out, like, the truth, like, as Ryan says it, someone calling out, like, using truth to speak to power, right? Mm -hmm. They see that truth, they can't comprehend what they're talking about, so they just call them racist, man. It's just idiots, man. They're just (laughs) so stupid. It's like a little kid learning a new word, you know what I mean? Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's it's dumb. They're so stupid. Yeah. But my favorite thing about your dad's article was when he was like, yeah, they even posted these native people they can support, but then it turned out that that was from like a round dance from like three years ago, (laughs) completely unrelated. (laughs) Like, like, and my friends are buying into this fucking bullshit convoy that are just full of lies and Mm -hmm. you can't even tell them things like that. They just, nope, nope. Yeah, and they they say like, like, oh, the the convoy's multicultural and then like, like I saw on, on Wet'suwet'en Checkpoint Instagram, they they had a video from from the Parliament Hill where like these people were just mocking Native culture. They were like banging on a drum and dancing around, like laughing, and and they were like doing ridiculous chants, like yeah, they're just being racist assholes. Yeah, like and they're doing that on Parliament Hill. Like what the fuck is going yeah. on it's multicultural no it's a bunch of white people being idiots i mean like 
like it's just it's it's crazy to me it like i don't know like growing up you always heard that like anyone who wasn't white was like savage or inferior didn't have the brains couldn't do the job right you know what i mean yeah but here we are we're looking at society right now and that convoy is just like if you look at the convoy without looking at race it's full of ignorant people who don't understand and are are refusing the truth of the situation right Mm -hmm. and uh and 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 they're and, and they and like i'm like like all of us, they're all sick of the fucking pandemic, right? Like mm-hmm. we're all sick of this fucking pandemic. Yeah. But like, but they, but but they don't understand that it's that it's here and it's real and 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 it, and it just we have to do things to mitigate all the damage that it does, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so anyway, so yeah, so if you that's what you see, but that but but so because they think that way, you know that they lack cognitive abilities right you know what i mean and and so so it's a bunch of people who lack cognitive abilities doing this convoy right and if you look at all those people they're all fucking white (laughs) (laughs) now that's racist (laughs) but that's what it is Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like they say no there's indians there's like one indian maybe who's like probably like was probably scooped up you know what i mean yeah like i see like there's all these things that keep showing up in my feed that aren't even things that I follow. They're just like sponsored. And they're like um, these things that are trying to like, that's basically like propaganda for the convoy. Yeah. And there's like this one woman who like did a jingle dress dance for the convoy. But like, it's just like, like what you said, like she looked like she was like, totally scooped up like a whitewashed like native you know yeah colonized yeah and like and then um um yeah they're just and then like they were even like showing like pictures of like muslim guys like th- on the side of the highway with a thank you sign yeah and stuff. <laughs> like, but you know it's like even like well idiocy attracts idiots right you know mm-hmm. what i mean like so yeah you know they, it's funny that they have to highlight this brown support that they get you know what I mean? Which is kind of like, if you think about it in this really weird way, that is progress. <laughs> There's like no brown people like us. Like before they wouldn't want to have anything to do with the brown people, but now they're like, no, brown, brown, they're down, they're down. <laughs> but it's like one dude, and like you can tell like the rest of his community is like, even if they're Muslim, they're probably like, oh my God. I mean, oh, sorry. Oh my Allah. Like, don't be there. Like, get out of there, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, that's how I feel like whenever I see like an indigenous person like supporting the convoy, I'm like, well, usually all the indigenous people I know who support the convoy are the dudes who dropped out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you have, you can you can do that, but like, I don't know, it's dumb, man. And like, so what is the convoy? And so I asked the same questions I asked about like the convoy from last year. What are they doing? They want to be able to go across the border without being vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we boil that down. So uh, you look at the articles, 10% of all truck drivers in Canada are unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. So 90% of everyone else is still working, still doing their job, still taking care of everyone, still looking out for all of Canada. Mm-hmm. And this 10% is trying to act like they're the major majority re- representatives of everyone, right? But they're yeah. just this small little thing. And they're so small and so tiny that people like Joe Rogan have to lie about the size of the convoy, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? I saw like this uh, TikTok video and uh, it was like, <laughs> it said it was outside Regina and it, it was, it was, 
pretty big. Like they they put like a drone. <laughs> they like flew over like the whole like convoy. Yeah. And it it was like on the outskirts. And uh, but they just had like this uh, this this cheesy country music song where it's just like this is how legends are made. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all these trucks just just on the highway, like just like blowing black smoke in the oh air and they're God, like just causing legends are made. It's like super like stupid. It's so stupid. Like like they're spinning like okay, they're taking a convoy across Canada of cars that release like all these carbon emissions and the ones that are really bad for it because they're big fucking trucks, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and then they're fucking tooting their horns. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like it's just it's just exacerbating the climate situation situation too. But they don't. But those people don't believe in the climate situation, right? Like they don't believe in the pandemic, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's crazy. It's, it's fucking. It's 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 sheer lunacy. Yeah. It's sheer lunacy. And then like you know, well, how- I, I have friends. It's so fu- It's so crazy because at one moment, like one like some like the friends who would be who are the supporters and are the ones who call the ones the shandemic, like like one of them was saying like yeah dude this thing's fifty thousand things strong here's some video, <laughs> and my other friend who who's like on the same board is like well hold on, <laughs> I'm like. He did the math on how long the thing would have to be for it to be 50,000 trucks long. And it was like, I was like surprised. I was like, okay, hold on, wait, this is weird. Yeah. And he takes and he's like, okay, so if it's this long, it has to be this long and it has to be this long. And it doesn't look at all like that. And the other friend's like, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, just fucking like, tell the fuck off. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, like. I was surprised. I was surprised that they that the one of them had a little bit of cognizance, right? Yeah. But he's the one. Like the some of my friends who are anti-vax just don't like being told what to do, right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they just don't like being told because they just have a problem with authority, right? So that's yeah. that's how it boils down for some people, right? It's just funny to see them like one being like "fuck Trudeau, fuck authority," and the other one being like "yeah, fuck authority." Yeah, fifty thousand. Well, hold on, it's not fifty thousand. It couldn't be fifty thousand. Shut up, man. Like, that's just, it's hilarious, fuck, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so it's just a little. It's it's a little same. So yeah. So yeah. And so so yeah. So you go go continue. Oh yeah, like well because you know how they just love conspiracies and everything. Oh yeah. So they try to make a conspiracy about the the uh, Nazi flags being at at the in <laughs> Ottawa. So there's a conspiracy. They're well, they're saying like they have like they they there's a photo of like a photographer taking a picture of like that setting up the Nazi flag. Yeah, like and they're like they're, they're saying like yeah that that photographer came and just followed around the Nazi flag all afternoon and then he left. <laughs> you know, like that's all they want you to see. And then, yeah, it's like what? <laughs> they're just like trying to make it, and then they're like trying to be like, and uh, then that Nazi flag left. That wasn't even part of this, part of us. <laughs> <laughs> it was a plant, <laughs> mainstream media plant. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, well, along that score too. Like they they went there and they fucking defaced the Terry Fox statue, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, like after they realized that they did something bad, because everybody's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Because mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Whoa!" After the media had showed it, everybody's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And then they're like, "No!" They're, then they, there's a video on Twitter of the people like cleaning it up and making it look nice. Yeah. And some dudes like, "I bet they won't show this on the CBC." <laughs> <laughs> well, why would they? <laughs> what's the story there? Like, what's the story there? Like. 
this dumb <laughs> dumb assholes show up and do dumb things and then other their dumb friends come clean up their dumb mistakes yeah. like what's the story there like what do you think like why what wh- what the fuck like <laughs> Like that, 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 and that, and that's just this convoy all over. You know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. bunch of ragtag people who don't know what they're doing. They're just angry. They're fed up with the situation, like we all are. And they're all throwing this major tantrum, right? Yeah. And they're getting, and it's a million dollar tantrum <laughs> right now. It's a million dollar tantrum. They got a million dollars on GoFundMe to pay for all the gas to get from BC to they Ottawa. Got like six million, even more. But but they're it it's, being it's all withhold. tied up. But they pulled out a million. They were able to pull out a million dollars, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's so so yeah. It could be a six million dollar tantrum, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like one thing I was always sad about Canada is that it always seems that we always emulate America in a certain way, like later and cheaper and lamer. <laughs> yeah, I know. And this is like trying to be the the capital, capital riot. <laughs> yeah. This is the lamer, cheaper <laughs> version of of them. Like this is we're totally gonna get trolled on South Park so bad oh for my this. God. <laughs> I please, please. A lot of my friends who are anti-vaxxers watch South Park, so yeah. maybe they can speak to them, man. But yeah, and it's so stupid. Like all these people, like they, they I don't know why they're so dumb. <laughs> it was well, like, yeah, this is like because a lot of them I know are smart people who are <laughs> who are ex- who excel at what they do. They're they they're they're not like they're not they're not like they're like. I don't, they 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 have strong lives. They've built nice homes for themselves. They take care of their family. They love everyone. They love me, right? <laughs> and and but but they're so st- stupid. And like I'm just trying to unpack this, like how this works, right? But I can I can kind of see behind the veil a bit, right? Because mm-hmm. the things that they say are that you can't trust the government, which is true, and you can't trust the media. Which is true, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like one thing I was I was told growing up: believe, believe like a, a quarter of what you hear and half of what you see, right? You know what I mean. You always have to have a critical mind, right? And mm-hmm. you you can't just take someone's um, someone's information at for face value. You have to take it with a grain of salt, right? So you know. So so then when you see a story. You look for more stories, right? When you when you see someone say something, you look for ways to plot holes in there, and and then and then you can find your own objective truth, yeah, right. So, <laughs> so but but be, be, but because the government has had has had a, a terrible history of lying and 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 covering up the truth, right? Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Like it it, 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 I understand why there's seeds of doubt in this pandemic from those people who believe that way. Because here's this government that lied to all Canadians for however long about the glory of Canada, right? Here's this government that told you that we treat the natives great when you find out that's all fake, right? So there's all these truths that have been exposed in the recent, in the last like five years, six years, seven years, right? Yeah, like the, these are the same truckers who put on their truck all live splatters. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Right, right. I'm just trying to understand how stupid these people are, uh, but yeah. So anyway, so so yeah, so 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 now we have proof, and it, and it, there were huge victories for us indigenous peoples to have these truths revealed. Right, you know what I mean. But now, Russia, China, whoever it is behind all this fucking propaganda that's starting this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. American oil companies, probably like American. 
Like some sort of fucking tycoons are behind all this information, right? Maybe it's Russian oligarchies, maybe it's Chinese spies, maybe it's maybe maybe it's American tycoons, right? <laughs> but but they're feeding people and they're using indigenous victories to fuel this fucking propaganda that our 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 our, our, our countrymen are just eating up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the and it and, and but the reason why I have a hard time like so if it was just those two things you know what I mean like if if it was just that like you know that the government lies to you the media lies to you uh, and we tell the truth like I'd understand like it'd be really hard to like not really want to see these these wherever this extra information is coming from right yeah but this extra information it's full of lies and always changing. So where does somebody who believes in the convoy, who believes in the, the shamdemic, make that distinction of information, right? You know what I mean? Like, here's, here's whatever, wherever they're getting their information from, like, just like your dad's article just blows that, blows all that fucking shit out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. So why do they choose to ignore all that, but then we'll believe this other fucking bullshit, right? Like, it's, it's, it's idiotic. It's idiotic to think that, like... Like and like my one friend, he was talk. I remember we talked about this podcast about Scott Bo introducing these new restrictions to or whatever done in shadows and it's on YouTube and I commented on the video, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> that was back like in October. Mm-hmm. It's fucking January now, and no one has had their fucking farm stolen. <laughs> There's has been no mil- any sort of military presence presence in Saskatchewan since this fucking should have happened, right? Yeah. And then like, so when I tell that to those people, when they they just fucking shut up. They don't fucking they they say, oh oh, you just wait, just wait, not yet, not yet. Well, it's been fucking six months almost. <laughs> so it's it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's it's utterly frustrating, and it's they're so dumb. <laughs> There's this like, and it's not even like them like not having the ability to discern what truth is. It's just they're being willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. They're being willfully ignorant. Like yeah. it's it's which is like so stupid. I had this moment where like I just had to like kind of well okay. So what happened? Uh, one time I went to the car dealership and uh, I had to, I had to go sit in the waiting room. And when I went there and sat down, there was this old lady sitting there and she was on her phone and, and then she's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then she's just sitting there smiling at me and then she's like, did you see the that big convoy that they got going and passed through here in town? <laughs> then she's like, it's all over Facebook. And then like, I just was like, I was almost about to say, are you for or against? <laughs> but I just couldn't. Like, I just was like, oh, yeah. She's uh-huh. a sweet little old lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Like, I, wa- I see you as a sweet old lady. <laughs> I don't want to shatter that image. <laughs> you could be a sweet old lady. <laughs> that's another thing too you know it's hard to pursue with with people like that you know it's like yeah whatever you're gonna say is this gonna be an argument <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just... and like and how it started was she was really sweet to you <laughs> so like it's like you're like you're like you're in that you're just paralyzed in that moment right you know what i mean like it's it's so that's frustrating too but it's hilarious <laughs> yeah the, the lengths that we go to just to take care of those ignorant people's ignorant thoughts, you know? Yeah. But that's probably a problem, too. Like, totally enabling her. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, what? honestly, like, what are you... If she was for it again, if she was for it, you know, like, what are you going to do in that moment that's going to, like, change her mind? Yeah, I just yeah. kind of was, like, wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, then I could 
judge her. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> I just but judge like, people who fucking are idiots, man. It's funny because, like, I was bored the other night, like, and I ended up posting at, like, 3 in the morning on WTF Saskatchewan. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a meme to, like, piss them off because mm-hmm. that, that, that page is such a like shit poster page. Oh, okay. And it's like full of hate. Like oh, no. people like like they they hate the liberals on there and, and then there's like some liberals that like fight back or like, you know, I don't know. It's it's all over the place. So then I posted this uh meme on there that was like showed the Mad Max uh, like convoy and said what the freedom convoy thinks they are <laughs> and then i found like this random picture of like a donut holster that like goes around your pants oh, yeah, yeah. so it looks like you have a big dick of donuts <laughs> and i was like what the freedom convoy really is and i like put that there and then of course like right away their main thing is to to call you a clown yeah and so this guy like posted a meme um <coughs> trying to call me a clown. <laughs> and then so like I like I like made a just made one on the spot to reply to him. I found like this picture of like uh a, a little kid as Pennywise sitting in a classroom <laughs> and I put the freedom convoy learning about tyranny <laughs> and then he got mad and he's like he's like how can you possibly be an advocate of tyranny <laughs> like so he thinks like i'm for tyranny yeah. just because like i made fun of him. <laughs> that's what they do man that's exactly what, so i had a, I had a conversation like with this dude and like I was just asking him questions, and he's like, "Why are you attacking me right now? <laughs> Why are you attacking me? Like we're supposed to be friends. I thought we were friends. I, th- I thought I thought you loved me. I'm like, dude, I do love you. We are friends. I'm just I'm just straight up like you're putting words in my mouth. Yeah, I would never do such a thing. I can't believe you hate me. <laughs> in the same breath, and and they have no cognizance, mm-hmm. you know, of what they're doing. Like they have no understanding." their own actions well this yeah. person didn't anyways mm-hmm. it feels like a lot of them don't though you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, like, like we just have the stupidest group of people doing the dumbest shit ever <laughs> right now yeah like that's literally this this like, whole convoy like and like the thing is too like they think if you're against the convoy you love justin trudeau you know <laughs> and like that's like this one this one chick, it was funny because I had to like troll her. Yeah. Um, cause she she like comments, "Fuck your gross, your little fucking Justin Timpit." <laughs> That's a good insult. Yeah. <laughs> Justin she, Timpit. Um, on her profile picture, she had like an emo swoop. So that I posted that like when we were a young fest meme as a response <laughs> <laughs> of that old guy that had yeah. the emo swoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're still rocking an emo swoop <laughs> in this day and age, like you definitely have some cognitive de- deficiencies. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's like rocking big hair '80s. Yeah, in like 2001. Yeah, '90s. You know, what I mean? like walking walking around the mall and seeing mullets. You know, in the '90s, like those old dudes, you see them all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Man, this one time we were in Rutgers, dude. We went to Rutgers, and there were these two dudes in like jean jackets, tight, like white jeans, <laughs> and they and they had mullets, right? Yeah. And they had like magnificent mullets. Like these <laughs> mullets were like grown for like plus fifteen years. Oh dude. yeah, yeah. They were like they were like well, the first guy. His was like down, like past his shoulders, and the hair was like curly and fluffy you know it was like and like and the top would like came out maybe like like maybe like two inches off like off the front of his head and like five inches up so it was huge it was bad it was huge right (laughs) but then his friend the cooler one yeah the alpha male of the group turns the corner and his thing is like four inches like it's comically huge like four inches off the front of his face like 10 inches high it's down to his ass and the and it's like locks and it's like goldilocks of liar and yeah and these guys and then their wives look like 80s wives it was like it was so crazy but yeah, were they were they like, like some sort of group. No, they were just they had their kids at Rutgers. Yeah, <laughs> they were just best friends <laughs> who just got stuck in, in in the fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah, got stuck in stuck in time, right? Like that's how I feel. Like how I feel sometimes when I wear these ball caps. It's like it is like people don't mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, yeah. This is old school, right? Yeah, like imagine like. Imagine if, like, I got if I s- stayed wearing Jenko jeans. Because, <laughs> like, there was a Posted time. memes on Reddit wearing Jenko jeans. <laughs> even like, even like after the baggy jean phase, like, left, like the super baggy jean phase, mm-hmm. I still like wore my jeans kind of baggy for like a long time. Yeah. And then it wasn't until recently when it was like, oh, go to wear them skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fitted jeans, yeah, fitted, fitted jeans. jeans. Like that's the compromise. Or I like made. The, the straight, slim fit jeans. Yeah. <laughs> that's the compromise I made. I was never gonna get a pair of skinny jeans, and yeah. I never did. I did wear a pair for like a week, uh, but they were. I just found them. Like they're mm-hmm. probably somebody else's. Yeah, like mine aren't like skinny jeans. They're just like, like, um, they just fit better. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like meant to be tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just slick, yeah. slick fit. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Everything's crazy. Everything's crazy. Everything's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Freaking, oh, we're so crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah. I, I does anything else you want to say about the cowboy? Mm, well, just kind of semi-related. Like when I was in Alberta, um, and we were at like the River Cree Hotel. It was kind of weird because, like, you're supposed to wear your mask, like, in the hotel, mm-hmm. like, like in the lobby, in the, in the elevator, and stuff like that. But all these white people were just ignoring it. In Alberta, yeah. <laughs> yeah, eh? and there were, like, times, like, there'd be this, like, all of them in an elevator, and, like, I was just, like, in, in, out, and, like, uh, I just, like, jumped in the elevator with them, but I was, like, just felt super weird because like the guy like i had like airpods in too and the guy like said something to me and i like laughed and like but like i had like my headphones in and a mask on and i just see it like in the mirrors like all these people just didn't have their masks on and like part of me just wanted to give them attitude Mm -hmm. like i wanted to be like like be the whole like you're doing this on native land you know like you, you know because the, 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 you're you're disobeying the rules on the native land mm. you know and mm. I, I was just like kind of like tripping out but i just like didn't want to 
get into it but... yeah with a bunch of albertans <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like some of them like some of them they just look pissed off too you know like, yeah you're wearing a mask and that makes them mad yeah 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 and then like like i'd see some like guys like walking down the hallway with their wives and they just look pissed off like they're like going down to gamble and they don't have their masks on and well that's see that's like that's the that's a really strong juxtaposition right if you really think about it so we boil that 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 whole moment down the the this whole movement's about freedom right to them you know mm-hmm. and 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 alberta's like the freest whatever right mm-hmm. um but even when they're exercising their 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 f- freedom rights when they're not wearing masks whatever whatever right mm-hmm. they're mad they're still trapped and 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 it's, that's the real trap that we're all that we're all actually in, right? Is this mm-hmm. is the rat the capitalistic rat race, the lie of the nuclear family, you know what I mean? You get yourself a wife, you get yourself a kid, you're gonna be happy. You're gonna make money, you're gonna be happy. So all these guys do all that, and they're still pissed off. They're still angry, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the true prison, you know. They've they they they've 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 won. They've completed all the rites of passage. They've got all their goals. All the objectives are done. Well, what's left for them, right? A trip to some fucking hotel where they drink and gamble? Like, yeah. that's... And that's why they're empty. And that's why they're sad. But they can't see that. Because mm-hmm. they, they refuse to see it, I bet. You know what I mean? Because they work so hard living this prison. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when something... When something real comes along, like this pandemic, right, and and it, and and then, then they're stuck at home, and they're stuck with with all their things they have acquired, they realize how empty it is, mm-hmm. and how like fake it is, and that the real part of living life, the real part of being free, is what this pandemic has taken away from us, is building strong relationships with your community. Mm-hmm. And and growing as a people, right? So yeah, yeah, and like just like the way like the vibe in the elevator too is like almost like like they're like looking down on me as like I'm the weak person. Yeah, you're the when sheep. like I'm just being like respectful and considerate. Yeah, you know, like stupid, <laughs> so stupid. And like that little moment there, it's even a, it's even like a. That's even like a microcosm for like the Canadian and indigenous relationship, right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. indigenous people are super respectful, and we're looked down upon for it all the time, mm-hmm. and we're held up to higher standards and judged and not treated fairly. All in an elevator in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was funny too? Um, <clears throat> right near. Um, the river Cree, there's um there's a weed store on reserve land mm. and i don't know what it is about like native weed stores but they got like a, the people that work there have uh, the ones that i've dealt with always have like a weird attitude you know like it's just like like there's like the stories that i told from when i went to the the mohawk yeah ones and how like it was like they just weren't they were too serious, you know, and just like, I don't know, made me feel like a real big outsider type of deal. And so like I go into this one, but this one in, in Edmonton 
is like it's it's on reserve land but like it it looks like a like an actual storefront like it's not like like super resy <laughs> you know it's like actually like looks like a big like uh just like how all these like government regulated stores look like yeah. it's got like an entrance way and and stuff like that and everything's behind glass but then it was funny like i go in and and uh these guys they're just talking to each other like laughing and i walk in and they just both look at me and i'm like hey how's it going and uh he's like hey uh can you help you find anything and then i'm just like oh yeah i'm just looking for vape cards and then he's like oh yep the list is right there and then I go look at the list and this guy just kind of walks and he like towers over me yeah. and he's just kind of like breathing. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like looking at this list and I'm like, mm, okay. And then like, hold on, we'll, we'll do a little quick skate. Look at the list. I'll be the guy looking over you. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> It's good stuff. And then so like I pick I pick out one, I'm like, I'll get that one and hmm. And I'm kinda like hoping he'll give me a recommendation and then but then I'm just like, I guess yeah, I'll get this one too and then and then he goes Okay uh, no, I'm like so okay, yeah, I'll get these two and then he's like Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> then he just, like, <laughs> just goes to the back. And then, like, and then, so, like, I still, I don't know, like, the 411 about this place. And, like, and then he comes in and he comes back with the stuff. And I'm at the counter and there's, like, the big plastic uh, in between us. And I'm like, uh, so is this place, like, status? And, like, like the guy working, like, he didn't look, like, native. He must have been, like, mixed or whatever. But yeah. he was, like, he's, like, yeah, it's status. And and then I was, like, oh, okay, cool. And he's, like, I'll, I'll just see your card. <laughs> but then when I gave him my card, he just, like, put it down and just was, like, like really, like, making it seem like it was, like, annoying. to like, a chore. Like, like I, he's, like, I got to make you a new account. And then... um and then while we're standing, I'm standing there. I had uh, Liam with me, the, the stage manager. Oh yeah, Liam, love yeah. Liam. Yeah, he was. Love with, me some Liam. <laughs> he was with me, and Scramston. He came in to check it out, and all of a sudden, the other guy at the counter, he's like, "Are you guys together?" Well, not like together. I mean, like, are you just uh, together? And I'm like, just like, uh, yeah, we're together. Like, why are you being weird about it? Like, yeah, why are you being a fucking weirdo? Right now? <laughs> And finally, like, I- <laughs> <laughs> that one time was it with you? I can't remember who it was, but uh, but I uh, but we were somewhere and someone, I think the exact same thing happened. Like, are you guys together? And I was like, yeah, we're together. <laughs> <laughs> was that with you? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, continue. Yeah. But yeah, and then like, yeah, that was just pretty much like it. Like, the, um, it was just like the interaction was just like yeah like it was like i was inconveniencing <laughs> when they were doing, doing their job <laughs> yeah <laughs> now we're having a great time here at a, at a work doing nothing <laughs> yeah. now we gotta serve you and i gotta make sure you have an account on my computer <laughs> yeah. this guy's gotta go to the back for you to get your fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah that yeah um I, I i like whenever i go up north 
I get attitudes like that at stores. And I think it's just that, that small town mentality, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, you go to any of these stores here in, in town here, and you get, like, professional service from everyone. You get hi, hello, a good attitude, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe a little friendly banter, right? It's it's totally it's totally profesh, right? Yeah. These, <laughs> these yeah. Um, but yeah, and, but you can go, but yeah, you can, you, you go up north, you go to, a like, like that one smoke store, uh, in Bo was it Beauvel? Not Beauvel. Uh, it's around there. It's like around Alacross. I can't remember which one it is, mm-hmm. but it's a treaty one. Uh, and in, in, in the in the in the, within these like Métis communities, but yeah, they're like that. They're like, I walk in there and like, yeah, everything gets quiet right when you walk in. Like you just yeah. like all the energy gets sucked out of the room when they get a customer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh. But I, I I think it's like a, a thing of two time of two different things, right? Like like on the gas station at the gas station, at the Indian gas station on my reserve, it used to be like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they they had a policy change or whatever. Now it's really professional and stuff like that. But the people like who work there, like they get begged from their from their community, like, oh, you think you're good, huh? Oh yeah, you yeah. good customer service. Like, who are mm-hmm. you trying to be white right now? Like, yeah. like they say actual racist things, like, mm-hmm. you know, like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like it's it's like a little bit like I don't know, like they've been conditioned to be fucking terrible at their job, so they don't get bagged for it at home. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. That's funny. There used to be always be this one, or well, there still is, but I just haven't. On the way to Winnipeg, yeah, there's this one native gas station that I stopped at, and it was always dope. Like they, they would like they took you had to like give them your card to go on file or whatever, but like they were always like super nice. And mm. uh, but I, I forget the name of it, but it was like one that was like just off the highway. But, mm. yeah, it was pretty cool. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I guess another thing I wanted to talk about, since we're digressing, it's fun. Mm. But uh, freaking me and Lance did a show. We did a show. Oh, yeah. I was going to like ask about that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, yeah, that was already, like, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, right <laughs> after we did the podcast or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it went, it, went, it went well. It went really good. I was surprised about it, actually. Um, the first night, I fucked up so hard, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I had, I had my set list. I had all these. I, had, I was going to start to do three covers and a bunch of original songs, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and like so, I was like, okay, well, I'll sing. I'll sing. Uh, I'll open up with uh, with Sex and Candy, and it was really fun because like Krista gave me a good idea. Oh yeah, to uh, how to introduce myself. And I and it's the first night I did both nights, but I was like, hey everybody, I'm Denny Knight, and I like sex <laughs> <laughs> and candy. <laughs> Hang around, you know. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, you guys really loved it, right? Yeah. And like the first night, like right when I said that, there this family got up and fucking walked right out. Dude. Oh my god! Of somewhere else, pub and grill. They just heard that I like sex, and I like candy, and they just got up. They had a little kid with them, and they like walked out. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, wait. Did you say anything? No, I looked oh, at yeah. them. I waved at them as I was singing. I was singing the song at the time, right? I couldn't yeah, really. yeah. But I was like, see you later, right? Yeah. But as I gave them to you later, the woman's like looking so disgusted. Like, how could you say such filth? And like, this is about a song that went to top fucking number one yeah, on yeah. 40 that everyone sings along to. Like, yeah. it's just, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, then, and then the second night when I did that, like, uh, <laughs> like the, the, um, uh, I was like, hey, everybody, I'm Danny Knight. I like sex. And this lady's like, what? <laughs> what? Like, and candy. Oh. 
<laughs> it was the best. Just what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, uh yeah, both nights that song goes well. The second song I did was um that song by the Beatles, that eight days a week song. Mm-hmm. And I was like I was like, okay, this next one's by the Beatles. It goes right, here we go. <laughs> and I hit the first chord, which is an A. Because I see I do it in a key lower. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I need your uh <laughs> I had forgotten the next chord and the next lyric. Oh no! Yeah, and I was like, oh, "Let's try this again." <laughs> Hit the first chord. Oh, I need your love, babe. Get shit. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, guys, third time's the charm." And then I did it, and then yeah, I hit all the right chords and everything like that. But then, like, I was so flustered from my my mistakes that I. I forgot the order of the lyrics. Like, what is the first verse, second verse? So then I just kind of bullshit my way through the rest of the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, it was bad. So it was, it was really bad. But it had been like, it'd be, it'd, like I haven't sang songs in front of a, a live crowd since like, like the pan, like since right before the pandemic, right? Like, so it's mm-hmm. been, it'd been years, it'd been years, yeah. literal years. Holy cow. And uh, so, yeah, so I was just like, I think I was just like super <clears throat> nervous, you know, it had been so long. Uh, and the rest of my set, uh, was, and then I sang. What did I sing after that song on the first night? So I sang some song, anyways. And it, it, oh, yeah, it was okay. You know, it wasn't bad. And uh, I had all the I had all these love songs in in the, in the first set. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, I was like, well, I was like, follow me after I started singing my original songs. I was like, follow me on my slow descent to madness because I have all, like all, all of these really like dark and heavy songs that where I do a lot of really like like spooky stuff. I I find I think yeah, and um. And I'm going through, and I'm going through, and as I get further, further down into the into the depths of Danny's darkest creativity, uh, <laughs> God, um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but the crowd got more and more into it. Yeah. And I was like, "What? That's weird. That's weird. That's weird." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, whatever. It's fine. Oh, whatever." And then the second night I did it, I was like, "Oh, I just I changed I changed up my song. I still started with Sex and Candy, but then I went into." Uh, what was it? What did I do after Sex and Candy? Oh, I did uh, that fake plastic trees by Radiohead, and then oh yeah, and then and then and then I did Robots by Dan Mangan, mm-hmm. and like they're both and 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 but the second night I was so fucking relaxed, dude. Like, like it was like crazy. Like my voice was like it was on another level. Like it like the from the first night to the second night, yeah. Like my voice was just relaxed. It was I wasn't even trying to be deep and bassy, but it was just there. It was just fully there. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes when I sing, it feels like I really have to try hard to get a full tone on a high note. Or even a full tone on a low note, but it, I just opened my mouth and the fullness was there, the tone was there. I didn't have to worry about nothing. It was a beautiful moment the whole night. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'd put in some more love songs and fucking yeah, and 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 then the same thing happened. Like I just thought, like I don't know what I was thinking, but at the time I thought, yeah, maybe these love songs are fun, and uh, I should just try them out anyways, right? And yeah, and then they got like okay claps, but when I started to get to that more deep and meaningful shit, like. Yeah. huge like massive like huge reactions it was really it was really cool and i was like fuck dude and i was talking yeah. to my dad I told my dad about that he's like well maybe maybe you're just better at writing sad shit danny <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that but that was like the the gist of what he said right mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i guess so so yeah so and then that was the big that was a big thing for me as a as a creative writer for music was like oh i'm always writing sad stuff you know i should try to write some happy stuff right so yeah, i did yeah. write a bunch of happy stuff 
none of it stuck, you know? And it's like, okay, well, then my dad get that advice from my dad. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck that shit, you know? I'm like, yeah. you know, I guess it's straight for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. But the funniest thing was like, I had uh, there was this table there. I can't remember if it was the first or second night. Because I did well on both nights, right? Mm-hmm. But I did so much better on the second night, you know what I mean? Uh, but I can't remember which night it was, but there was this table. And they all were like vibing and loving. Oh, yeah, and then there's one. Yeah, okay, it was the first night. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I, I do this song, and it like it explores like the the what I how I see people's relationship with Christianity is, and from an outside perspective, right? And before I went on, I'm like, okay, this next song, uh, trigger warning for Christians, and I got this huge laugh. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And um, anyway, so I, and and uh, anyways, I'm doing I do my stuff, and there's this there's this table there, and this dude who looks like Seth Meyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like loving everything, and I get off stage. He's like, oh yeah. When I was on stage, I was like, yeah, I'm opening from up of the lance. Like he's the real show. Like he's amazing. You guys are in for a real treat. Like yeah. Like, I, like, he's the show, is what I said, right? Yeah, yeah. And I get off stage, and that guy looks like Seth Meyers. like, no, dude, that was freaking amazing, dude. Like, you're the show. <laughs> you're the show, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> but in my heart, I'm like, just wait till you see Lance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of said that, too. And I was like, oh, well, I, I was like, thanks, but you just got to see this guy. And Lance goes on, and, um, and like, he does this new song, and it's, like... I don't want to like. I'm not shitting on him, but maybe I am a little bit. <laughs> but I don't. I don't mean it to be. I'm just trying to speak about the realness of the situation, right? Yeah, yeah. He does this song, and and it and the song doesn't uh, show off any of his, uh, any of his strengths of a, as a performer, right? It actually shows off a little bit of his weaknesses as a creative person, right? It's this. Ri- it's this. It's 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 this cool sounding riff that sounds like it's not done. That he's playing over and over again, and he starts singing this really low, raspy voice, which he usually never sings in, right? Yeah. And because he doesn't really usually sing in it, like some of the notes are too breathy. It's something he doesn't get a full tone on. It's a little off time, but the lyrics are really amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And like if he had nailed it, it would be super, super strong. He just has to practice the song a little more, I think. Yeah. And 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 some points in the song, he sounded like if you closed your eyes. You thought you were listening to Leonard Cohen, like Leonard Cohen was in the room, like it, so. There's really, really strong, beautiful parts in the song, but there's also, yeah. but it was, but it was like mired by all this other weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. And like Lance is amazing, super fantastic. So it's like, so anyways, so that guy looks at me and he's like, puts his, throws his thumb up, gives me this face, like this is the show. <laughs> oh, no. And he points a finger at me. He's like, you, <laughs> you. <laughs> And I was like, just wait. <laughs> just wait, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then <clears throat> Lance finishes the song. And then and then he st- then he then and then he starts playing uh, some chords. And I think he's playing Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones, which is a yeah. beautiful song, which I love. And he sings so well. Yeah. I'm like, okay, here these play- and I went to my I went to Corey, I'm like, oh, it's wild horses, right? Yeah. It is the first chord, second chord, and then it goes to the third chord, and it's not the chord of the wild horses. I'm like, oh this is I'm like, this isn't wild horses. <laughs> <laughs> And he hits the chord and he starts singing and he says the lines, it's been seven years and 16 days, right? And he and it's the first time I've ever heard him sing Nothing Compares to You, right? Mm-hmm. First time ever. And 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 just the way he sang it's, it was his voice was so full and so strong, like it sent a chill through the entire audience. Oh, right. Yeah. And he and as he finishes the first line, like I'm like emotional. I'm like 
teary-eyed at this moment so beautiful, right? Oh, yeah. And it, it, you got to hear him sing the song. Yeah. You got to hear... the Sinead O'Connor? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's really by Prince, right? Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Then he sold it to Sinead. Yeah. But it's that song, right? Mm-hmm. And like... And for those listening at home, you can't, you won't be able to, like, you got to go see Lance. You got to see him sing the song. Um, his version is, is like, stronger than Sinead's. It's stronger than Prince. It's stronger than Chris Cornell's. Like, it's the strong, it's, it's the best I've ever heard this fucking song. And oh, it's yeah. shaking me to my car. Like, yeah. and every, I'm looking around and everybody's, like, eyes are the same. Like, we're all glassy-eyed, like, feeling this. <laughs> yeah. And everybody just starts cheering. Everybody just starts cheering like, after he finishes his first line. Yeah. And, and then that guy looks back to me. He's like, okay, <laughs> this is the show. And I was like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Lance continues to crush. You know, he just goes on from doing amazing. Like, he had a little bit of a rough start. Mm-hmm. I think I probably should, probably, probably should probably tell him that like hey don't start with that song <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and he does really great and then and then he invites Alina Tao up they do this really cool song I showed it to you guys in the rehearsals they do that yeah. song it was, it was nice, nice. Um, so yeah it was cool. I kind of felt a little dissed by Lily Natalho though afterwards. Really? Yeah, because as I was leaving, like, like I was like, like it was after they finished their first set, and then um, and I'm like, okay, you guys great, like you know, I'm just telling them how great they are. Mm-hmm. And then as I was leaving, I'm walking. She's like, "Oh yeah, I liked your little songs too." <laughs> Holy! And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, you got like one or two goods." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> see you later. You have a good night, dude." Yeah. Like, and I was like, I was like, I was like, just the, in that moment, the thoughts running through my head were like, "Bitch, you came up and sang one song. <laughs> yeah. You sang one song. <laughs> like, I did good. <laughs> I have more than one good song. Like, a couple good songs, you know." And that—that's that the moment. But I'm just driving home, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, whatever, man." Like, mm-hmm. she's probably just like, uh, like I—I I, I used to do it all the time too. When I when I would be like, um, when I walk into a room full of artists, they wouldn't want to seem like a greenhorn. You know what I mean? So when I'd give out compliments, they wouldn't be like, they'd be like, I'd be like holding things back, right? right. Yeah. So I think it was just one of those moments, like where she where, where she was just like. She's just trying to be nice, but your own insecurities kind of make you, your words come out all jumbled and weird, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm chalking it up to. Because, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck, Lily, dude? We were... Well, yeah, like, comedians do that, too. Like, they'll be like, nice set. Or, like, like, like uh, say, like, if someone is saying, like, nice set to you, and then, like... You like try to reciprocate it to them, but then you just like feel like you're being like cheesy, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> because like you'll be like, "Oh yeah, you did, you did good too, man." It's just like something like that. And yeah. <laughs> it's like I know we're talking about me, but like you too, right? Like yeah, 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 you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah, that happens. That happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I just had a flashback to that moment at Ari's show when he was just gushing over that city councilor. <laughs> <laughs> I almost removed that podcast. I was like, I, sh- I just shout out him too hard. <laughs> Li- Ari, if you're listening, and for those who listen to me shit on Ari, I went too hardcore. <laughs> just, I should have stepped in. <laughs> Sean, no. No, you don't censor me. I censor me. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I just I, I want to do less shitting on people because uh, that's what I've noticed over this like pandemic is like mm-hmm. because I spend so much time inside. I've just been like busy looking out, you know, what I mean? <laughs> and, have, and, and I've started to develop opinions on everything. Yeah. yeah. So I have nothing to do with my time. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. So um, I don't like 
go go see Ari's show. It's a really great show. He has there's a lot of really wonderful, talented people, and he does a really good job of running that room. It's really grown, and uh, yeah, I'm actually really, I'm actually kind of proud of him that he's done <laughs> such a good job. I still think he's a loser for sucking that guy's dick, though. Like that, that I'm not backing away from. I just, I just felt like when I listened to the podcast, I didn't give him enough props for like the good, of, how good of a job he runs that room because that room is sick, dude. Awesome room, hard work. Yeah. Don't suck up to city councilors. Okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Anything else you need to get to? No, not really. <laughs> okay, well, I'm Danny Knight. <laughs> and I'm Sean Cuthead. And this has been The Real Deadly Podcast. Brought to you by Comedy Here Often. I'll see you guys next time. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you for being so easy going.